0: Love, talk Radio.
1: Hello, this is Haley Schrank with Tap into Greater Olean. I am here joined by three students from St. Bonaventure: senior Stratcom major William Ty, sophomore JMC major Amina Golden Arabati, and senior Political Science major Annalise Quinlan. We will be discussing their organized protest against the travel ban made by President Donald Trump. Uh, how are you all doing today? Excellent. Thanks for having us.
0: Very well, thank you.
2: Doing well, Haley. Thank you.
1: Uh, First off, Mina, what were your immediate
0: reactions
1: to the travel ban? Well, I
0: mean, honestly, I was confused. I didn't know exactly what was going on, and when I researched it further, I was even more confused because the countries that our president had banned produced no terrorists, but he claimed that he was making this ban to prevent the influx of terrorists in our country. But if no terrorists came from those countries, I wasn't sure of his reason oh well, his reasoning behind it wasn't clear. In that case, I guess.
1: And you're a practicing Muslim, correct? I am, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um Will and Annalise, uh, what were your reactions? Why did you choose to react this way?
0: Um, I guess, yeah, I think I had the same reactions, Mina. Like it wasn't a real, it wasn't effective. If you were trying to keep out terrorists coming in as refugees, that never come from that country. Um, and I guess mine was also just anger and confusion. You know, this is one of his campaign promises. And I talked to people that had voted for him, and, and they had been like, well, they he's going to do the things I want, and then he's not going to do these terrible things he's promising. Well, guess what? He's doing the terrible things he promised. So I wasn't really I, – I guess I was surprised that he actually did it, but at the same time he did say this. So um, I was pretty angry about it, to be honest, and um,
2: pretty frustrated. I guess my immediate reaction to it was um, disappointment, like disappointment in the fact that um, our country can come to this spot where where alienating people and we're going against what makes us great, which is the fact that we're a melting pot of different cultures. And so I was just kind of really sad and disappointed more than, I mean, obviously I was angry and obviously it's a terrible thing, but fat, sadness and disappointment were definitely uh, my first reactions to it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Will, uh, how did the idea of organizing this protest begin?
2: Um, I think it was on mm-hmm. Monday. Um, The the Monday after the ban had come into effect, and I saw, you know, a garage of tweets and Facebook posts of, you know, kids angry and things like that, faculty angry, and um, I just felt like this was an opportunity for people to come together and not only voice their dissatisfaction for the travel ban, but to also come together and stand in unity and to show compassion for those affected by it.
1: Okay. Uh, and for you and Annalise, uh, what was the process of organizing this event like, and how did you go about it?
0: Um, well, I actually found out about it through the Facebook event. Um, someone invited me to it, and I thought that Will was in charge of it. So I uh, texted him on Monday, and I was like, hey, like, would you be interested in involving the Muslim students and allies group on campus? Because they're an SJA chartered club, and I work with Amina on a lot of things. And so I connected them uh, to each other Monday afternoon, and then all three of us met Tuesday morning, and we kind of solidified what we wanted to do and um, when it was going to be and where it would be and that sort of thing. And then I just reached out to um, Rick Tritley, who's the Vice President of Student Affairs, and then Parker Settus, who's the Director of the Damietta Center. um, As SJ President, I was kind of going back and forth between the administration and the students. That was kind of my role. Um, I think... I first saw it on the Facebook page, and then I had many students sharing this Facebook page with me, and um, shortly after, I got that email from from Annalise, and it kind of just escalated from there, and, I mean, we had it together in three days. <laughs> okay. in uh, and- would you
1: all say that activism is an important part of your lives?
2: Absolutely. I agree with
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, I for think. Effect. Yeah, I think it is. I kind of get annoyed at myself because I think I'm one of those social media activists <laughs> where I tweet every, you know, every tweet and all that. And I think it can be really challenging in this geographical area, and I'm also from a small town like an hour and a half away. There's never really like that opportunity for me to go and be an activist, which I think why this was so important, and that's why so many people came out here. When we did have this
1: event. Okay, and have you, have any of you ever considered participating in a protest before this
0: one?
2: Um, mm, um, yeah, have we participated in a protest? Not technically. Um, I mean, yeah, we uh, had the um, SP stands with Missouri. That was powerful, I thought. Um. I was, at, I was at a bunch of the Occupy Wall Street stuff. Okay. Yeah, just the guy. I, I wasn't really super, like, you know, I, did, I wasn't taking a high-key side either way, but I just wanted to be there and see what it was about. And it was cool to, uh, you know, start a protest that, you know, was something protesting, uh, like, something I felt strongly about.
0: Um, I've lived in the Middle East, and living there and have, not having – freedom of speech and freedom of expression, um, I really came to value it when I'm home. And the fact that I'm able to stand in front of the steps of our major academic hall and voice our opinions, no matter what they are, was very impactful for me personally just because I am so grateful to be where I am and to be able to do that. So I do it any time that I can. Yeah, uh, like well I was uh I did the stand with the last year and then DSU actually organized a sit in earlier this year that um I also participated in. And yeah, um I don't think I've done any besides that. I really did want to go to the Women's March this year, but because you know school was that week and all the SGA commitments I wasn't able to make it down. But I was tweeting and like seeing it and watching it live, so I was kind of there like through spirit, I guess. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why do you think activism is so important nowadays throughout the world?
2: Um, because we can't let a single person dictate how we live our lives and how we treat other people. I mean, the fact that we have a president who is willing to overtly disenfranchise a ton of people is, you know, it's really sad. Not to use that word, mm-hmm. but it, it is really sad. Um, and so we have to make sure that we're not broken by it, but instead we're stronger because of it, and then we come together. And I think activism is a great way to do that, and it's a great way to show other people that it's okay to stand up for something that you believe in. Yeah, um,
0: there's that quote that. Um <laughs> There's that quote that when you stay silent, you're uh, supporting the oppressor. I can't think of the exact one, but I think we all have seen it. Um, and I think especially, you know, people our age, this is a lot of people's first presidential election, and it doesn't end at the election. We still have four more years of who knows what's going to come, so I think it is part, important to be part of that resistance and to make it clear that this isn't okay. You know, we may have lost, but we can still have an effect on things. And trying to think of a quote. One of um, the professors, who, Dr. Kelly, gave a, a, a talk Last semester at a women's panel, and I can't remember who said the quote, but she knew it. And she said, um, my silence won't protect me. You know, um, I think staying silent during all these horrible things is a serious, serious crime. I really think that um, we as citizens take our power for granted, really believe that the people above us are the only ones with power. But truthfully, they only have power because we allow them to have power. If we come together against something that we strongly believe in, as we have seen, things can change. There are checks and balances placed within our government so that can happen. And activism is how to take advantage of those opportunities to make things happen that you want to happen or eliminate things that you don't want happening.
1: That's a really good point, Amina. And for you and Anna, uh, why do you think young people are getting involved in these variety of causes and showing how much they care? Um,
0: I think, well, first off, historically, you know, it's always been the young people who have uh, kind of, like, the status quo, and they've always been the one to look around and be like,
2: hey, we're not okay
0: with this. So I think historically, you know, I think... Most I don't want to say like revolutions, but protests. think about the um, anti-war things the 1960s. That was a lot of college students, a lot of young people. And I think too, because we are going to inherit this. We're going to inherit all these policies. We're going to be the leaders coming up. And I think we're looking at this and we're saying we don't want this. We don't have to clean. Up. We don't want to have to clean up after this. Um, and I think we're just thinking about that a lot and seeing we're we're all going to graduate college in a couple of years. You know, we're our whole. Focus right now in college is the future. We mm-hmm. so can't look at the politics right now and not see the consequences of the future in that. Yeah, absolutely. And a point that you brought up earlier, for a lot of students on our campus, this is their first election. You know, so they're finally able to form their own opinions on who's being elected, and I think that has um, a big factor in why they are enthusiastic about voicing their opinions is now they can. They understand more about what's going on and are able to form their own opinions so that they have a basis of what to um, project in terms of beliefs.
1: Yeah. And this is a question for all of you. Uh, Since the freeze on the travel ban has been held up, do you all think that your
0: protests and other protests across the nation were successful yes absolutely yeah and even i think protests do aren't just about legislation and the policies obviously that's been the focus but i think another important part is letting people affected by these bans and these policies know they're not supportive Uh no no they are supportive the policies <laughs> are excuse me um it's about also showing that solidarity like will was saying it's not just about being against something it's also letting people know that, that could be affected by this. I mean, you saw with the ACLU and all the lawyers working overtime in the airports um, on appeals and all that. I think it's also about coming together and showing that we're here for you. Absolutely, and I think that was one of the the biggest objectives behind making this protest was bringing us together in something that we all agreed on, and it um, was a way for everyone to show that we're here for everyone and No one is singled out, even though the government is trying to do that.
1: And what would you all say to anyone who is considering advocating a cause they believe in through a protest?
2: Um, Don't be afraid to stick your neck out and don't be afraid to um, have an unpopular opinion because, you know, there's nothing wrong with standing up for something, obviously, but there's something wrong with, Um, just passively being mad at something and not doing anything about it, in my
0: opinion. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think these next four years are not the time to be silent and not the time to think, oh, well, what if my friends don't like this or that sort of thing? I can empathize with that, but at some point, you've got to stand up for something. And um, for any student thinking about protests on campus, (laughs) hit up SDA. We love to um, help organize them and go to work with the administration to make sure that you can get what you want done and have all the resources
2: you need. Speaking a little bit to what Amina said earlier also about um, when she lived in the Middle East, the protest was not something that, like, they could do. You can't take our freedom of speech here for granted, and I think if you do, like, that's almost as, you know, as bad as, um, you know, not doing anything.
0: I would agree with that for sure, and I think a lot of, the, a lot of where the resistance comes from when it, um, In terms of forming a protest Or voicing an opinion that's different than the majority Is the backlash that's going to come from that And the retaliation But anyone out there Thinking of voicing their different opinions The only advice I can give is don't listen to it Because there's going to be people who agree with you always And people who will never agree with you And if you keep listening to the people who disagree with you, you're just going to get discouraged. It's not worth it. And I definitely saw this with um, the last couple of weeks from the backlash that we got from the protest. And honestly, I was surprised because we had more responses praising us for what we did and voicing our opinions and, that means so much more than the 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 vulgar and like unnecessary retaliation to know that people support is a big deal.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining me today and thank you all for organizing this great event on campus.
0: And honestly, we couldn't do it without the support of everyone here. Leadership is only based on their followers, you know?
2: Nope, yep, that's true. Thank you so much for having us, Haley, for and, having... and for willing to talk about this in a public forum.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. A February 10th podcast of TAP Integrator Orleans. I'm Haley Schrank. Thank you all for listening.